This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Raylan Casper White here with another edition of X-Ray. That's X-R-A-E for all you nimwits. I am here with a delightful Abby Feldman, who I love this pixie cut. I could never get away with that. Mullet's the only thing that looks good on me. It does look so good, though. Thank you. How long have you had that cut? I just got the thing from Facebook saying it's been six years. They actually tell you about haircuts now? They go, you've made the haircut. Oh, really? (laughs) The picture from when I did it the first time. Oh, that's, so you had long hair until then. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Was this like a coming out thing or? Yeah, I was coming out as a person with short hair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't swing the other way then? Not yet. Not yet. I say try it. Honestly, why not? Why not, right? I think men, especially in big cities, are shit. Totally. Women are Looney Tune, but at least we can relate. You know, we could talk about periods and shit and still have sex. You know what I mean? It's like you could combine the two. Yeah. Maybe we, you and I can experiment. Yeah. That's totally fine. Um, now, you are a comedian and a writer. I guess you have to be that. When you're a comic, you have to be a writer anyway, unless you hire someone to write your shit. Yeah, you would hope that. Or you could be an improviser, which, you know. Right. But that's also writing your stuff, isn't it? Well, uh, like as you do it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're creating is what I'm yes, saying. Yes, no one yes. can write you the improv. That kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't totally. it? Uh, how long have you been doing that? S- uh, about seven years. Oh, so you're you're pretty new but but seasoned. N- yeah. I'm se- yeah. Were you doing something before? Or I don't know how old you are. I won't ask you. but uh... Yeah, I was doing something before. Not much. But I okay. was um, – I went to college for journalism. Ooh, I like that. For broadcast journalism. Oh, wow. That sounds so 80s too, doesn't it? Like network. Yes. It yeah. was super – it was super 80s. Even The whole studying of it, we had to like cut on linear. Like it was bizarre. We were like getting trained for jobs that didn't even exist anymore. Wow. It was super backwards. Um, and I had a Fulbright scholarship down. Wow, that's like, that's not different than the MacArthur Genius Grant. It's probably different, but similar. Similar. So they, they choose a very select number of very talented people. And I was making a documentary. Amazing. So wait, how did you have to submit or did someone submit? You didn't even know. Like, no, how does no, that no. work? No, I had to submit. You submit. Okay. Yeah, you you have like a whole interview process and a whole proposal you come okay. up with. Okay. It's very difficult to get the scholarship. It, right. But then once you get it, yeah. there's no oversight. They it's, just give you money? They give you money. How to, much money do they give you? Well, they give you like a monthly stipend. It's not like tons oh, wow. of money. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's still as an artist. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. And Is I there was a living... board that chooses? Like you have to talk before a board of like old white men or how does it work? There's old white men for sure. Okay. But they like like young, diverse people. Okay. Not that I'm diverse. Right. You're very white. You're as white as me. I'm a white. I have some Neanderthal in me. I did my 23 and me. So I don't call, I consider myself diverse. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 And if you can pull off a mullet, that is. Yeah, and I do. Not everyone can. No, I don't think anybody can really. It's except, a uh, what's that guy, that funny actor? He does that. He makes fun of our people. Oh. You know who I'm talking about. Mm. That guy who has that show. What's... Andrew Dice Clay. No. Who's that guy? The Not Billy Elliot. That's the ballet dancer. Well, but you know, the, the actor, the funny actor who plays the, 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 the baseball player. Comedy Central. He's got a mullet. Mm-mm. God damn it! All right, it'll come okay. to me. It- I think Danny McBride. Yes, Danny McBride. Um, <laughs> I don't watch that much stuff. So, what was your documentary about for the Fulbright? It was about the relativity of craziness. And this is like diagnosed people, like schizophrenia yes. and stuff. Yeah, I was. I was working at a psychiatric hospital in Buenos Aires. Okay. Are you part Argentine? 
I'm not, but I have a long history with the country. Oh, we'll talk about that in yeah. a minute. I smell lovers in town. I, okay, go yeah. on. I'll tell you about my Argentine lover, oh too. Oh, my god! Yeah, I did have one. Everyone I did have one. Has, everyone who's ever been to Argentina. It was actually the best lover I've ever had. Of course. And he was living here in the States for a while. And then he, yeah. I no, mean, it they're, was they're insane. Like, yeah, they're addictive. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. So bad. Yeah, it's a telenovela. It is. Oh, my Lord. Okay, uh, so you were working at a psychiatric ward in Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. You, you're fluent in Spanish, obviously. I'm fluent in Spanish. Okay. And then you were doing a documentary. What was, the, what was the thesis? So the thesis was who's who's crazier, the people inside or the people outside? Okay. Um, Elaborate on that. So, I was, you know, it was interesting because I, I was only, you know, 21 when I'm doing this. But later, when I start doing comedy and when I start getting into this stuff, I realize, like, how much mental illness was in my family and how kind of interesting and obsessed I am with this idea of of being on one side or the other. And the name of the documentary is The Border. Oh, I like it. The, the, the protagonist that I end up focusing on, this patient, Alexis, um, was uh, paranoid schizophrenic. He would escape. He would jump over the wall of the hospital at night and go out dancing and, like, have a normal... Oh, wow. Good um, security system they have there in <laughs> Buenos Aires. Oh, well, it's Buenos Aires. Yeah, like, you're right. They're like, so we're going to get stabbed and shot anyway. Yeah. Well, it's not it's like Rio. That's more Sao Paulo, isn't it? That's not Buenos Aires, is it? Um, Buenos Aires has some... Um, That's like the Paris of South America, it, isn't it? It, it is, if... But it's it's a poor Paris. Okay, it's still edgy. It's edgy. Because I know, like, in Colombia, like, people don't stop their cars because they're going to get held up at, right. you know, gunpoint and get their car taken. Crazy stuff is happening in Argentina. And I've I've been going there over the course of, like, 12 years. Okay. And have seen, you know, there's times where it's a little safer. There's times where it's right, a little more dangerous. Right, right, But the, the neighborhood where the hospital is 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 one of the more dangerous, poorer okay. neighborhoods. And, yeah, there's just – there isn't that kind of security. And also it's kind of a, like, not don't ask, don't tell, but, like, if nothing bad happens – Who cares? Who cares? Right. That being Why said, not let people dance? But let me – was there any ethical issues filming a subject who is not of right mind to agree to being watched? I'm sure. Like in the States, you'd probably have a shitload of like forms oh, to fill sure. out. But it's like, yeah, you want to film them, strip them. I don't care. I'm sure. No, it was – looking back, there's a lot of thi- – like I can't – I was alone with a little handheld wow. cannon walking around the freaking grounds of the psychiatric hospital. Oh, my God. Many of these people were in there for violent psychiatric issues. And you were like, I'm going to make art. I'm making art, and okay. I don't know. I'm just watching him jump over the wall. He's got tattoos on his face, like teardrops wow. and stuff. Oh, that means he's killed people, right? I didn't know that till recently. I had a cable guy come over, and he had like four teardrops, and I'm like, "This is so pretty. It's kind of like My Little Pony." You know what I mean? It's like very poetic. And then I asked my friend, and he's like, "No, it's actually gangster. Like that means you've killed yeah. people." But that means, I guess, are you showing regret because you're weeping over these people? Like, what well, is the tear? Like, I think it is respect for the life you've taken. Oh, that's ironic. I mean, come on now. Respect for the life you've taken. I mean, okay. Last night I ate fish. How about respect the, the life and don't take it? Well, totally. But that's what I'm saying. When I eat food, right? I of an you put animal. a teardrop for every fish that you eat. <laughs> yeah, I do. I love sushi, yeah, but they're all over my ass. It's yeah, just covered. That's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. So you got the money from the Fulbright people? They don't care about ethics. They're like, oh, she's alone in a psychiatric hospital. She's 21, waiting to get slaughtered. Well, this um, is what I proposed. Okay. So I got the grant based Amazing. on the proposal, and then you went. Then I went. Okay. Then I'm doing the thing, and uh, it was a whole situation. The initial person that was supposed to be my point person didn't allow me to film, like wasn't giving me the permission that he gave me prior to arriving. Dick. So I'm just like trying to get the stuff. So then I'm just like filming on the down low, like just right. h- kind Hiding of, behind cabinets and medical supplies. Exactly. Right. Popping out of <laughs> syringe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much would just like be like, want to come over here and talk to me on camera behind this morgue? 
the paranoid schizophrenics, um, people, I think, confuse schizophrenia with multiple personality disorder. Yeah. Schizophrenia is something different, um, as far as I know. It's not like people necessarily go in and out of characters. Uh, how much time? How much time of lucidity do they have a day? Are they just medicated and that makes them lucid, or does uh, the medication just kind of make them catatonic? That's a really good question that I don't have the answer to. I, I, everyone that I was with was medicated, okay, and some of them heavily, okay. Um, so they were not very lucid. Alexis was extremely lucid, and he he was so yeah he was very present and very articulate. But I don't know, you know, I don't know how suppressed his symptoms were. I don't know right, what, you know. Right. What was the goal? What did you want people to take away f- from watching this movie? That there's a, they're not being treated well or no, is there no, stigma? The, what was your goal? My goal was was to show the brilliance of of some of these people. Because okay. he, he was a writer. He was like writing on this old um, typewriter and like chain smoking. It was very like aesthetically. It was very Cuba. It was very, yeah, it was very like, yeah. you know. Right. And I, I guess the takeaway was just like we're not different, like no one's different, and like how, who's who's more sick? Like I, I give a lot of stats on like how many people outside of psychiatric hospitals, you know, are medicated or right. doing other kinds of drugs or whatever. Like maybe they have the means to, you know, people on the outside, we have the means to access like antidepressants or therapy or whatever. Right. And these people are, have just kind of a lot of them have been abandoned by their families. A lot of them just That's don't sad. have. Yeah. So. Was this a wealthy establishment? Or no, was, this no. This is a poor this place. This is a state run. Wow. Well, look, I mean, just looking in this country, the you know, every time I walk by a homeless person rambling on, I'm like, this, it makes me sad. Yeah. Forget the veterans that are traumatized or people that are alcoholics or addicts, but the people that are mentally ill that are born with, or I know you can actually develop a lot of these oh, yeah. disorders later in life. Like you oh. can actually lose and become schizophrenic. Right? It can be on, adult onset. A lot of mental illness, I think, is onset like in the mid to late 20s. Wow. So then, you know, it's like, what what do you do? And and you're posing a danger to yourself or not. I mean, it's just, and then you see these facilities and they're so depressed. I mean, they're just prisons that yeah. probably make these people go even crazier. Well, something else I was focusing on a lot was art. So there was a radio station at this hospital that was run by patients. Oh, wow. There was a lot of artistic endeavors. There was like, this hospital has had a lot of attention. I think um, Francis Ford Coppola was down there filming something. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, whatever. Okay. It was a Coca-Cola had like a campaign with them. It was a whole All right, I don't thing. know about that. That feels weird It was. Me. It was weird. It was a lot of exploitation. Yeah, it sounds like it. Including my project. But, yeah, well, um, that's all right. Well, you're here. We like you. So we, we you know. Yeah, we but accept your exploitation. That was a big impetus for me starting comedy. I was just kind of like, life is short and people go crazy. And yeah, who knows yeah. how long you have with your sanity and also like using art as a way of coping. So I think... And you said you had mental illness in your family? Oh, yeah, I do. Especially on like my mom's side of the family. It's a lot of like bipolar, okay. um, schizophrenia. Right. Um, I wonder yeah. what the uh, stats are in terms of global like precedence. It's like, is there a certain countries, certain nationalities that have a higher Jews. incidence? Jews. Jews have a lot of schizophrenia. It's probably self-induced. I mean, no joke intended well, totally. there, but there's my God. Of, it's a lot of neuroses, and I think it's a lot of passed-down trauma of, like, well, there's, like, you know, we've been persecuted in every right. situation. But there's a difference between neuroses and full-on schizophrenic. Sure, but if you're, if you're, if if you've got, you can, I mean, I we can get really into it, but, like, I believe in yeah. the passed-on, okay. um, you know, kind of in the DNA or just in the way you're brought up. If everyone's kind of paranoid because the generation before had the Holocaust or the generation before right, that right, had the right. pogroms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of paranoia and a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety. So like anxiety, fear, depression, I think is just like bo- like any That's baseline. Life. That's baseline. That's your average Russian citizen. 100%. Right, right. So then after that, you know, a, yeah. a slight imbalance, a slight extra stress and you're just out. Oh, that's interesting. So you're saying that uh, if you're already at a certain 
level of naturally incurring whatever neuroses, mm-hmm. then if you suddenly have a uh, an imbalance, chemical imbalance, it's going to be exacerbated by all that. Yeah, exacerbated. And that's interesting. That, okay. That's, that's when you're exacerbated and masturbated at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exa- exacerbating. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, I can't take it anymore. I got to Oh, my come. God. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, look, I think mental illness is extremely misunderstood. Look, we don't even understand it. We're trying to figure it out. That's um, why we're comedians. Yeah, exactly. Uh I wanted to segue into uh, this whole Me Too movement, but particularly the debate that Hannah Gadsby was was talking about in her show, Nanette, about how we're supposed to feel or how we end up feeling about artists that turned out to be horrible uh, to women and how we kind of contend with that dichotomy of admiring their work and separating the artist from, from his work kind of admire people that were horrible to women, like Picasso. Like, yeah. do you separate the artist from the art? That is... Do you do, what oof, do you believe? That's... Oh, that's a big question. I know it's a biggie. We're all struggling with it. We are. I think that, you know, I think that everyone has the right to make their own choice when it comes to that. And I think that we... Um, just like we have the right to not consume an artist's work because we don't believe in them after doing something terrible. Right. Um, I think people also have the right to consume their work if they if they should choose to. And I, I was thinking about this yesterday just in terms of, like, family members. Like, I have family members who... Have done terrible shit. You still love them. Who have do terrible stuff or who say terrible stuff or who... Right. It might not even be terrible stuff. It's just stuff I don't agree with. But you still love them. You still hang out with them. You, I'm not going to write them off. Um, I think that we hold... We're holding everyone to such an intensely high standard right now. Um, and a friend said this to me recently. She was like, when did we decide that artists were the, I can't remember what she said, but it was great. Okay, it was great. great. Sounds it was profound so to me. <laughs> She's like, when did we decide that artists were the role models of society? Well, I don't and, think we've ever decided that, but I think that. But we do, and, and because they are, because we do say like. It's like putting politicians up to a different standard or a rabbi or a priest. I mean, you can all say we're all human, but if you're trying to be a role model and you are visible, there's a responsibility artists, that goes with power. But an artist is very different than a politician. True, and true. Very different from a rabbi or a priest. Look, I think that Picasso's the... work is still brilliant, even though he turned out to be a, a misogynist pig but most artists including us yeah are are the most fragile or vulnerable or, or sick yeah. or yeah. or whatever so i'm not i'm not making excuses for any people and i have had my opinions of a lot of artists affected recently right. yeah yeah um without getting too much into it louis <laughs> but yeah but the thing is is that you know you ha- that's something i think we're all yeah, just trying to deal with yeah i mean i yeah. i remember watching like old bill cosby specials a few years ago and just laughing and just... Well, he was delightful. He was delightful. Look, but like, I then- think it is hard. It's like, you know, I don't know. if if I think there's something legitimate about um, not uh, patronizing or not supporting financially artists that you think have done terrible things, especially if they if they, what they did also put prevented other people from pursuing. Look, and the art industry is not a meritocracy by no. far. It's a lot of politics and fucking around and who just... You know, whatever. It's gone both ways, but... And I know people now are like, everybody's too sensitive and Kevin Hart and all these tweets yeah. and what do you do? And I think I, I think the I think the other side of this is let's all just be better artists because you know the it gets harder when it's like someone like Louis who I really really like his work a lot of the times you know it's harder to be like oh man I should I not support him anymore right or 
you know, for me, like Kevin Hart is like that's I've never been a fan. So, so it's easier for it's you to be like, easy. don't let him host the Oscars, yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. But Louie, hey, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, look, we all have double, triple standards, right? Oh, we all kind of just embrace what we like and justify not doing it with somebody. Else. It's all yes. that. I think we're all hypocrites. I mean, such what are you going to do? Hypocrites and such justifiers. It's amazing. Yeah, moral, you know. I I don't pretend to be better than anybody else, and I'm I'm really good at admitting my faults if I do say so myself. Wow. I'm a lot about self growth. Um, and I've groped many a man against his will. So wow. I've been on the other side of that. Wow, um, look at that. Yeah, I have been. And, you know, but I don't think anybody was physically intimidated by me. I think that's also a big thing that you have with men and women. Totally. And you it's know, if worse. I had Harvey Weinstein trying to bed, I'd be scared of the guy. I mean, oh, the yeah. guy's like you. It's not, you know, Kevin Hart, maybe not so much. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, I'd be like, all right, dude. Yeah. Um, but it's... I don't know. I got to tell you, I'm de- I'm debating. I don't think you can change if someone's art is brilliant. You can, I don't think you can change your mind about it, but I think it's different if you're patronizing it later. Like, go see a Woody Allen movie. You know what it's I mean? Tr- like, that's, that's really, the difference. It's tricky though. It's super tricky. Yeah, you can still like it. I mean, you can like. I mean, look. It's. I remember. Uh, I had a friend from Israel, and I knew that they used to play uh, Wagner music in the concentration camps. Oh wow! And he was telling me that for a while they wanted to do the Wagner concerts at the Israeli Philharmonic. And there was a big, you know, um, I don't know what happened at the end, but there was a big protest of like, how could you, I mean, how much, how many Holocaust survivors are you disrespecting totally. just because you have to do Wagner because he was a brilliant musician? And I kind of agree with the Holocaust survivors. Totally. But it's like other people be like, well, you can separate the fact that Hitler liked Wagner. I'm like, but this is like, this really touches upon a global consciousness of suffering. And just pick a different one. Ex- there are a lot. Same thing with Louis, though, right? I mean, or different painter. You know totally. what I mean? It's like, no, go pick I'd... Roy Lichtenstein instead of buying the Picasso. Well, I and bought I, any Picasso lately. First of all, Picassos are whatever. They're overrated, right? So overrated. I mean, it's all the abstract shit. Did I like what looks the, like a photograph. Do you see Hilma Afklint at the mm-hmm. Guggenheim? I have not. I do like Klimt, but they're not related to Klimt, right? The other Klimt that does a lot of gold painting? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. But she has gold stuff. I don't okay. know. This is amazing. Okay, I'll check. I like the Guggenheim. I like wearing rollerblades and just kind of scooting oh, down and getting arrested by security. That's a fun <laughs> museum. It is a fun museum. Um, no, but I think you're right, and I think just having this conversation was helpful to be like, yeah, you know, there are people that I think were really good, but at the same time, there's a million other people. Let's support this other Let's person. Let's support the others. Yeah. And that's why I'm so happy that uh, Hannah Gadsby, who's now dating Jill Soloway, that yes. also makes me happy. Yes. Uh, I love Jill Soloway. And I don't know if she goes by Jill anymore, so I don't I don't know about that. I think um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I know that she goes by they. Uh, but, so now she, but I think her name is, is still, still Jill. Jill. Okay, didn't change. Okay, yeah. okay, fair enough. So I, I'm happy they're together. I think their name is still Jill. Oh, right. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. I can't. No, I said it. I said it. Yeah, I, it does, it is you know, I wonder, I wonder if in other languages, is it easier or more complicated? It Do is. you have more different pronouns well, in, in other, like in French? It's interesting. Know. There's like different parts that are easier and different parts that are harder. Like in Spanish, um, everyone's name would be like their name. Right. So I'd be like, they. if I was talking about you in the third person, it'd be like, su nombre. Right. Like, Oh, interesting. And it was so. Wait, what is your connection to Argentina? Was there was there a lover involved? What was yes. It? Okay. Okay. What was his name? Was his name like Dario or something? <laughs> there were two lovers. Two lo- at the same time. Well, when I I went to Argentina in high school. Okay. For my, where did you grow up? Upstate New York, Rochester. Rochester. Okay. Is that near Buffalo and shit? It is. Okay. So it's, it's kind of a shithole. It's a shithole. Okay. It's in between Buffalo and Syracuse. It's the best of the shitholes. Oh, okay. It's a classy shithole. It's a classy shithole. It's where George Eastman is from. Eastman Kodak. It's where Kodak. Okay. Originated. I don't care about that, but that's great. Great news. It's, is there a museum? There's a museum, and there's a lot of universities. There's the so University of Rochester. There's um, Rochester Institute of Technology. Oh, RIT. 
RIT. RIT? Is it? It's R I T. It's R I T. Like RIT? Okay. It's R I T. Yeah, sorry. Like MIT, but R I T. MIT. I'm sure it's the same thing. It's not. No, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's good. But yeah, so it's the lesser of the shitholes. Okay. I mean, the greater of the shitholes. That's okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. So I did an exchange program in Cordoba, Argentina. Okay. And I. Yeah, I, I lived with a family, and I fell in love with um, an older man. How old were you? You were no. like 16, 17? I was um, – I had just turned 18. And how old was he, like 40-something? No, he was 23. Oh, okay. That still <laughs> uh, has me at puberty. But uh, at the time, it felt I very, know. I feel like edgy. It felt yeah. super – he was like in college. Oh, you know? wow. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. So he was our – okay. No, you weren't living with him. This is – I wasn't I, living with him. Okay. He was – yeah, he lived in Argentina, though, obviously, and I fell in love with him, lost my virginity to him. Oh, that's so sweet. And um, – Proceeded. I returned to the states. To you go lost to virginity about ten years after I lost my virginity. I mean, you were eighteen. You were eight. Well, I wasn't eight. Eight. I was starting to diddle. You know what I mean? Oh but yeah. About twelve. Twelve or thirteen. Oh I wow. mean, I, I developed quickly. I mean, my titties are small, but they came they came out early. Same. Same. We you know were, what I mean? They I came was, out early, and I menstruated probably like eleven. Same. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So I was ready to go. If I'm like, if God says I can make babies, let's just get going. No, I was ready to go, but um, and I was like very, I was very like small sexual active. Like, I didn't do anything major, but I was right. very, like, diddly. Like, totally. just the tip. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Not tips. Okay. But, like, all right. That all was, right. like, my one thing. But I, yeah, I waited for whatever. Are you Catholic? No, you're Jewish. Feldman. I'm Jewish. No, Jews are super loosey-goosey. Are they? Yeah, but I, there was no, like, there was well, no... Well, if you were like, Orthodox, you'd be married and have seven kids by the time you're 18, Oh, right? totally. Yeah. No, and my there was no, like, family pressure to not have sex. It just was, like, a decision okay. that I had. Okay, fair enough. Um, so anyways, I, w- I wanted to be in love and I, yeah, I want to be in love. I fell in love with this Aww. Argentinian guy. That's amazing. And, um, I came back to go to university here in the States. Um, and I kept, um, we, pen pals. Yeah, we were pen pals. We would like Skype every day. Oh, how cute is that? <laughs> and, um, and I would go there on all my vacations and he would come okay. to visit me whenever. How long did that last? That was like... <laughs> Way too long. That a few was, years? It was a few years. Were you guys exclusive or was he fucking around? No, on we you? were both fucking around. We, oh, were, in okay. a, we were in an that open makes it okay. situation. It was long distance. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we yeah. only saw each other twice a year. We would see each other for like four months a year because we, I would well, go. Well, that's pretty solid. Yeah, it, okay. was, it was. Did it mess sad. you up to be in love and then fuck around? Or you just it hoping? did. It's kind of weird. I mean, men can do it. I think women have a harder time doing it. I don't even know how well men can do it, but it definitely fucked. Yeah. It was hard for both of us. It was really weird. And I, yeah, it definitely fucked me up because I, I felt like I kind of took on like the masculine vibe in relation, in like yeah. my other relationships because I was just like, peace. Yeah, going. I'm out. I yeah. got my, I got my dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does give you an out though, doesn't it? It makes it safer to meet people because you're like, I can get out whenever I want. I have my dude in yes. Buenos Aires. Yes. It's a defense mechanism. Such a defense mechanism. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's no. get into it. No, yeah. I, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. It was very much that way. I think it was like very comforting to know that I had my heart somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's like your home base. Yes. And you can flit about and then come back. Yeah. Wow. But who took, who cut the cord? That's a good analogy for meditation. But um, who cut the cord? I eventually did. He well, we we had like moments where um, we broke up at one point when he was like living in Brazil for a little while. Okay, He's, those ladies in Brazil, those thongs. I mean, that's oh my challenging. God. Yeah, he started hooking up with some girl, and I think yeah. he was really into her. He broke up with me. That like broke my heart. Oh, it's devastating. That night, 
I went out and like met a boyfriend. Of course you did. Good for you though. Yeah. Supposed to just staying home eating Ben and Jerry's, watching no, yeah. House of Cards. I, remember I like sobbed and like r- ran on the treadmill and then like went out At that least night. You exercise when, when I sob. I don't do shit. I don't do shit anyway. But good for you that you ran on the treadmill and sobbed. I had so much like wow. angst inside yeah. of that. Yeah, you let it out. That's and you amazing. Can't, and you're no, you're not even in person during the breakup. You're right. Like, you're right. No, it's terrible. Was it on on Skype that he broke up? Was it text? Skype. Okay, at least you could see him face to face. Yeah, but we were, I was just like crying. No, it's sky. sad. It's uh, hard. It's hard. Breakups are the worst. It was so gross. Okay, so you got a boyfriend. Then you didn't talk to him after that? You kind of went no, your separate ways? No, it was... This is just such a bizarre... We're just going on such weird tangents, but... I know, I know. So I'm, I'm fascinated by relationships and their demise. Oh, yeah. Well, so then that night I go out, I see this cute guy. Um, we kiss, and then we end up, like, dating really quickly afterward, like, getting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, um... We've been seeing each other for like one or two months, okay. and my Argentinian ex had already bought a ticket to come visit me in December oh, for the holidays. Right, and so like, what do you do? Do you tell him not come, but you still love him? Well, he broke up with me for this other girl, yeah. and now I'm seeing this other guy who I'm really into, but it's very new. And it, yeah, we have, yeah, with my ex, we yeah. had like two, three years of, of history. Course. And he was like, "I want to come still," and I was like, "Fine, come." What does his girlfriend say? I think that had like petered out. Yeah, okay. So he's coming, and I tell the guy that I'm seeing, like... You're honest with him. Yeah, I'm like, my ex is coming. I have unfinished business. Can we put this on hold? And what did he say? And he was like, okay. Wow. And then we put it on hold, and I'm like back with my what ex. What an amazing man or an idiot. I can't tell. Well, then when when my ex leaves, I'm like, I I had time to think. I don't want to be with him. I want to be, be with, with you. you, right? And he was like, okay. And we like try to like get back together, it's and he's like, weird. I can't. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I get him. He's confused, so he shouldn't saw that a mile away. Yeah, he was confused, and it was sad because he yeah. was really, really great. But um, you know where he is now. You see, you stalk him on Facebook sometimes. I, he doesn't post much on Facebook, but I do check in on him once in a while. Oh, is he single? I don't think so. He always is dating. Like the funny thing about him is he's like gorgeous. Okay. And you know I'm cute, but he's like way right, right. whatever. He's always with like some really hot like blonde. Oh, how funny! And it just it makes me laugh because were I, you the outlier? I, I mean, th- you're adorable, but I get what you're saying. There's that but, like yeah. stereotypical, objectively yes. hot, smoking hot chick, yes. and then there's like the cute eccentric type. Right. And I think I was like that. I think I was like that like actual real person for right, him. Right. Right. Um, that he like really he was like whoa like I can yeah. actually feel things yeah, and say yeah. things right um, so I feel like he's probably he's probably with someone and he's probably like got a very basic like quote unquote happy life but okay. it, he probably wants for more yeah probably <laughs> I don't know I always look at these guys that only date hot chicks because I know a bunch especially men in power or like directors or people in finance. And for a while, I was like, I'd give him shit. I'd be like, you know, you just need validate. You're just insecure. Real secure man can date a woman who's not super attractive and because he doesn't need that. Yeah. But then I'm thinking like, you know, if I could have a gore, if I could wake up every morning to a gorgeous woman, why the fuck wouldn't I? Also, gorgeous people are, are great people too. Yeah. I mean, if they're not like dumb as doorknobs. He was a great person. He's a great person. And he's gorgeous. And yeah. he's gorgeous. There's- so I'm like, if you can, and sociology says you kind of usually date within your league. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it is. Unless you have a lot of money, then you kind of date whatever, you know, yeah. you can access other leagues. But, uh, I'm like, yeah, I mean, if a hot dude, look, no matter who you no matter who you are, who you're dating, there's going to still look like there's going to be someone more attractive out there at some point. There's no end to it. Well, to me, it never made me that insecure because I saw who he dated before me and who he dated yeah, after me. Yeah. And I, I think the thing, I have a bit about that, but like when you, when, when you know that like they're with someone hot, you're like, okay, well, that's what they're with them for. But if you see them dating someone less attractive than you right. are, then you're like, oh, he really loves her. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that. I don't right. you want the one with the really, I don't know, man. You're right. Yeah. If they're really hot, you're like, yeah, okay, he's just insecure. Yeah. He's like, fuck, she's less attractive than me. Yeah. I'm not good enough. Yeah. 
It's like something intrinsic about my personality. Right, I'm not hot enough and my personality sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I'm getting suicidal just thinking about this stuff. <laughs> Are you single now? I am single How now. hard is it to fucking date in New York? Oh, my Lord. Right? It so many so people hard. and so fucking challenging. And this is my first time being single in comedy. Oh, single and comedy sounds like another documentary <laughs> it's series. Single well, and comics comedy. are a nightmare, right? You're not going to date another comic. That's the thing, but all I, the oh, only people I'm around comics. is comics. Well, I think there's a lot more comics today because everybody wants their freaking Netflix special. They're yeah. going to fart and get a Netflix special. So yes. I'm sure there's a lot more decent people in comedy than there used to be. It used to have to be really fucked up and totally. really kind of weird. Um, there's a lot of sober people in comedy, which is nice. They're really. Are you sober? I'm not. I'm not like twelve. You're steps not in the sober. program, right? Okay. I just don't really drink. Did you have to stop because you were drinking too much? Yeah. Okay. But I didn't, I didn't, um, it wasn't so much that I was drinking too much. It just was, I did bad stuff when I drank. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a best friend. She slept with my boyfriend time and she said, Ugh. cause I was drunk. I'm like, okay, honey. That's not, It yeah. does become a crutch. Oh, totally. Or I would, I would. How like, convenient. Get really drunk so that I could be with certain people or yeah. like say certain things or whatever. Right. Does it help you ever get drunk and go on stage? Never. Okay, well, that's good. Yes. I'm sure it loosens up some people, though. You don't want to be, like, slobby, but it could be like, okay, I was nervous, but now I can have more fun yeah, and riff. Some, some people like it. Are you, are you sober? Or you I'm drink? not sober. I, I admire all those 12-step. Pro- there's, like, a, there's a 12-step program for everything. Oh, yeah. For, like, water bottle addicts, there's a 12-step program. Mm. They're um, so good, though. The water bottles or the mm. 12 steps? The, yeah, the water bottle, good. I mean, I like Fiji. Mm. I hate Dasani. Dasani should be destroyed. Oh, Dasani is And garbage. anything with Nestle. If you're making chocolate and Coca-Cola, don't be no. making water. Um, I had a Norwegian lover once who told me, you know, the, know that water Voss? Yes. He just said that's literally Oslo tap water. Oh, wow. There's a factory. They bottle it off the tap and they sell it to un- unknowing Americans. Nice. They're really sleek. They're nice. They're super I, sleek. I just get those once and then use the bottle for like a year. That's nifty. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I'm How was about- the Norwegian lover? He was okay. He said something to me. I don't know if this is true. Matt, can you fact check this? Thank you. He said to me that people don't say, I love you in Norway. There's like no phrase, I love you. And I guess he just wasn't in love with me. (laughs) But I bought it. (laughs) But can you see if there's I love you in Norwegian? Because I thought that was weird. Hilarious. I know. I actually bought it. Like when one woman, when I was a baby... Um, my mom was like, we don't believe in oral sex. Yeah, exactly. There's no such word as cunnilingus. <laughs> okay, Matt, talk to me. I'm not going to try to pronounce the Norwegian translation, but the top videos that come up are three ways to say I love you in Norwegian. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fuck him. That's smart. Anders or something. He's married to some gorgeous Norwegian woman. Uh, now he's I'm got sure. like four like Hitler wet dream kids. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Like these Aryan specimens. It's kind of outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Have you uh, encountered any Me Too moments in your career in comedy since you started? I I wouldn't no I wouldn't okay, put it good. at the level of that. I mean good. I've had I've had creepy guys. Yeah, douchebags. There's no shortage of that. Douchebags, and I've had situations where I haven't felt very comfortable, but I haven't had any actual. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you did the the Montreal Comedy Festival this yes. year, and um, how was that for you? That was amazing. It was fun. And the other comics, was there a competitive feel or everybody's kind of supportive of each other? No. Once you're there, well, to me, it felt very supportive because you're already there. Yeah. You're already in. I think there's a lot of competition, or not competition, but a lot of like, uh, you know, feelings prior of like wanting to get. But I was. You just do a set, like a 10 minute set? I, so I went there for New Faces creators. Oh, that's a new thing? Okay. So they showed um, like a video, like a reel oh, of cool. all my content that I create. Okay, okay. Do you have a lot of uh, so good social media following? I know that's fucking super. Imp- I have 800 followers. I cannot get past 800 followers. I'm terrible at this shit. It's really, it is really hard. I think it's the, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that much further along. I mean, it probably feels that way to you. I think I have like, you know, 
3,000. Well, that's okay. 800 to 3,000, man. I can't get past 809. I've been straggling at 809. No, it's it's really hard. And I think it's the kind of thing that once it it feeds itself. So it's like the further along you get, people will just be like, oh, that was kind of funny. And she's got 3,000 followers. I'll follow. Oh, you know, where it's like if someone, if you post something that's kind of funny and they're like, 13 followers, this must be a weird yeah. bot. Yeah, well, I did a video um, when I was pregnant on how to have intercourse during your third trimester. Oh. And that got 4 million views. And then I got like 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. But then I haven't done a lot shit since, and I think I lose the subscribers. Because I'm like, well, how much content do I have to put up to sustain these people? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And the amount of content that's out there is ridiculous. And I think... You just have to do stuff that you actually like. Yeah, it's a whole fucking. Thing. I have a hard. I think maybe it's a millennial. Thing. I don't know. I have a hard time connecting to it. I try and do some help. I try and help people. So I do like support videos and meditation yeah. videos. Oh, you do meditation um, videos? I did. I did a meditation video. I did a how to um, uh, deal with narcissist video because I know Ooh. there's a lot of interest in narcissism. Check them out, please. Check them I out. I will check them out. Yeah, you can just go on my channel on Regulin Casper White on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and they're fun. I mean, I think they're fun and I they're bet helpful. They're really fun. No, it's it's not about whether or not something is good or fun. No, or I know that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of savvy, and I don't and hashtagging. I have to hashtag a million different words. Is I don't that, even know if that works. Uh, I think it's just timing, and I think it's I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not the expert. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I know. Three thousand. Though no, I think that's amazing. I know some people that have like one million, right? Oh, or ten million at least. Yeah. yeah. No, we're we're means. both garbage at yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. Thanks, thanks for the pick yeah, me up. We are. Um, so, what do you have going on? Are you performing anywhere soon or? Yeah, I I perform um, a lot. Most nights I'm performing stand up, and I uh, I also have my Facebook live show Moist that I do in my bathtub. I love that work. You do it in your bathtub. Yeah. Can I come in? It's not. Yeah. Up? Oh, sweet. Yeah. So you just now, how do you access the lot? You just turn your camera on. Is there like a setting on your computer you do it on? Well, I, I'm figuring it out right now. Normally, I just film it on my phone live, so it's, it just goes right to Facebook Live. People can comment live, and we oh, talk wow. about things that make people uncomfortable. So it's like a kind oh, of that's advice. right up my valley. Okay. Up your Valley, oh, I my love valley. That. Yeah, that's what oh, I like. That's good. <laughs> um, I'm gonna use that up my valley. Um, yeah, people can comment and tune in, and it's okay. and it's fun. I have different comedians and guests. Oh, in my, fantastic! In my bathtub, yeah. And then you have a nice bathtub. Well, I just moved, and uh, I do have a nice bathtub. Do you scrub it in between guests? I do, like with bleach or something non. Yeah, with um apple cider vinegar spray. Does that kill? Uh, probably not. But probably not enough. I would just get some Clorox. I'm just saying. You know what I, I mean? Do, a lot I'll of shit do can transfer. I'll do a little, uh, like a, a, some Lysol wipes once okay, in a while. Okay, Lysol wipe is once yeah. in a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have <laughs> bubbles? Is that how you cover people's... No, we use ba- um, bathing suits. Oh, damn. Can we go in naked, though, if I come over? Mm, okay, fine. I don't think Facebook Live will keep it on. Oh, okay. That's okay. kind of the no, issue. No, fair enough. I'll wear like my one... I have a one piece, like a unitard. Also, that takes it into a different... Realm. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't it's a it? different thing. Yeah, and you're I have right. guys, you know. Yeah, you have dude. No, I get. It. You don't want an awkward moment, some erection popping. Through I mean, the, that would be bad. The bubbles. Yeah, really oh, bad. It could be great. I mean, it depends who you have in there. It'll right? Definitely boost the viewership. Alexander Skarsgård. I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> I don't know. I have a fetish with him. Is that Alex? Is that right? That's his I name. I don't right? even know. He's that hot blonde, tall blonde guy. Oh, uh, that's not my type. No, but he's. I don't like usually the the two Nordic types. Yeah. but he's um he's attractive. He's yeah. in that new movie with Kira Knightley. He Ooh. plays like a Nazi, and they have a love triangle. She's mm. British. She lets him into the house. Oh, that's hot. They fuck. I mean, you know, uh. whatever you'd expect to happen oh my in God. that house. Is that a porn genre where they, like, knock on the door, and they're like, we're here to take you? Oh, God. And they're like, but that's wait, terrible. I'm I know. so wet. Like in the attic. Yeah. Oh, God. That's, that's so up, wrong, but, but that's very hot. my. That's yeah. I'm really into, like, taboo Dark. things. I understand. So you do a lot of Holocaust jokes or no? I don't do a lot of Holocaust jokes, but my... 
I think my romantic life, I like to be with people that I'm like not supposed to be with. Oh, well, everybody like We're all women. Right. We're all punishing our old daddy issues. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So can we go to abbyfeldman.com to see when your next yeah. tour dates um, are? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so bad at updating my... Um... Is it still September 2016 on there? <laughs> no. I think the last thing that I have on there, honestly, is JFL. But um, no, I have... Um, I think social media is better because I, I, I'll like you know, post where I'm going to be that night. Oh, okay. Where do we follow you then? Follow me at Abby Feldman on Instagram and And Twitter. And it's A-B-B-Y. A-B-B-Y. Right. F-E-L-D-M-A-N. Okay. Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter. And the Facebook Live show you can watch at Abby Feldman Live. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I don't have to go to Facebook to watch the Facebook Live show. No, no you, I do. Do. you okay. do. You do. It's okay. Facebook.com slash. So you can tell I'm not tech savvy. Abby I'm like, oh, it's a Facebook Live show. You don't have to go to Facebook. Yes, you do, Raylene, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, no, you're not a fucking idiot. But um, yeah, it's good that you asked that because that means it's not 100% clear. Well, so that's it was an me. Opportunity that's me and Mark Zuckerberg. To clarify. Re- read that article that all those, those location services on your phone track you everywhere and sell that data too. Oh, my God. They know it's everything. Just, they really do, though. I know. They do. Maybe find me, like, a beautiful Latin, also Jewish, also successful, also... I went on a date with a Mexican Jew. Ooh! Yeah, and he was really cute, but then he kind of disappeared into the ether. Ugh, the, they I, do that. I don't understand men with the first date goes super, super well, and then they're out. Well, it probably didn't go super, super well for them. Well, but, I mean, I can tell when something's awkward. I've had very awkward dates. Yeah. You know what I mean? I went on a date with a widower. And I, he said that to me. The minute I walked in, he said, oh, hi, my name is, and I'm a widower. And I'm oh. like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And he goes, is that an issue? I'm like, well, you tell me. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, no, it's not. But he commenced to then talk about his deceased wife for the whole day. <laughs> oh and by God. the end of it, I missed her. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I really did. She was an amazing she person. sounds so um, <laughs> So I've had a lot of those. Yeah, it's tragic. But, uh, That's so funny. but the, this guy was really cute. I can try and connect you. Apparently, I wasn't his cup of tea. Maybe you'll be. Well, I mean, I think that I think there's a lot of people with problems, and I think people have like a rejection of the good. Like some people, you might have had yeah. a great date, and they were like, "I don't deserve this kind of happiness." Yeah. What's well, also New York? Like, there's got to be something better. There's she did be- one thing annoying. There's another nine million people out there. They're not going to annoy me. I'm like, yes, oh, they will. Oh my god, you're so right. It's so sad. Though. I really like that perspective, though. We, being in New York, we we are so overwhelmed, and there's this feeling of something better is right around the corner. But like, there's something subversive and very like avant-garde of like just sticking with one person and just oh i like that considering i have a commitment as avant-garde yes well it's just too easy to be flitting around all the time and like i said it's an illusion with men though with these apps they can fuck around you know why not if you yeah. can have diversity and you're single but why not is because because there's something beautiful about like, exactly committing to one person i was with my ex not not the one yeah, i mentioned yeah, yeah. But my other ex for like six years that's and- amazing my long solution has been about six minutes, so I'm not good with commitment. is not my forte, I, but I like it. I wasn't good at it, but he was very committed, and I just was like, okay, let's keep riding this out. And, like, ultimately, we probably should have broken up years before. Right, that's what most married people say when they get divorced, right? But it, there was something very cool about being really young and being committed. That's nice. Certain people are just built for it, you know, and they have eyes for only one person. They're okay with the monogamy. Other people, like, I want to be polyamorous, and I want to be this, and I can do this, and I can flirt with this person. I just get tired of all the texting. All these guys just want to fucking text. They are, it's so much work. This one guy I met on, on one of the apps, I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to have, like, he wanted to be casual, but he was like. Casual, I hate that word, casual. He was like. a leisure suit. Yeah. He was like, uh, he's like, you ever tried it? It's really fun. Like, we <sighs> we don't have to be committed, but we just like get to fool around whenever we want. And yeah, I was that's like, what casual is, you numb nut. And he was like messaging me so often, and I knew yeah, he was doing weird. that with other people. I was like, this is so much work. Like, yeah, it's I don't exhausting. have the time to Ooh, be. Dude, in a- it's, it's also boring. 
I don't have time to be yeah. with multiple people. It's yeah. No, I do. I just don't want to. Yeah. So right now I'm, I'm celibate. It's been three days and I'm feeling great. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm also a little yeasty this week, so that's probably mm, why. You got to wait on that. Yeah. I just want to wait. I've been doing a, a holistic like yogurt. Mm. So I'll just stick yogurt up my hoo-ha. Oh, I do that. Do you do that for the yeast infection? Yeah. I just feel like it's why not, right? I haven't had one in a really long time, knock on wood. Okay, good. I good, try not good. to eat a lot of sugar. Oh, does that, have, does that make it? Oh, bad. I'm like one walking Pop-Tart. Sugar and alcohol, that's what feeds the yeast. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so no booze and, y- and no Pop-Tarts. Plain yogurt is good, but don't put any sugar in it. I know. I buy the Chobani or the Chobani. Yeah. That's full of sugar shit. Don't put that okay. in there. Okay, okay. No, I don't. I don't put like the blueberry stuff up no, my no, vagina. No. I do buy the fa- the fudge or the yeah. fahe. Yeah. Fagey, whatever it yeah. is. I buy a bat yogurt and yeah. I put that up in there with like a turkey baster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's which is kind of awkward and you want to walk around afterwards. It is. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. No, it is. I'm sure a lot of the male viewers have long, listeners have long tuned out. Yeah. Since it gets we goopy. said yeast infection, they, they said, okay, I'm well, out. I do think yeast infections are the body's response to a lover that you're not into. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, there have been a lot of lovers I've been into. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I've been very clean down there. I haven't had any issues. This one, Yeast infection comes like once every 10 years. I'm really great about that I'm shit. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm just letting you know in okay. case you're concerned. Thank you. Um, I have loved talking to you, Abby Feldman. I love talking to you. You are delightful. Wait, can I see this documentary about yeah, this? Yeah. I'll, I'll send you a link. It's on YouTube. If you look, if you um, Google The Border okay. and Abby, Abby Feldman, Feldman, okay, it'll come up. Okay, I'd like to see it actually. Yeah. I think that'd be very interesting. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you. And for uh, I'll me. check out your live show as soon as I can. Thank and you. And I want to get in your bathtub. Yes, we'll arrange it. Okay, this is Raylan Casper White signing off.